Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. All of us at some time or another have experienced total disbelief. Maybe we're in a conversation and we hear a fact that is so shocking that it can't possibly be true. Or maybe a situation comes up that stunned us so much that we refuse to believe it actually happened. Disbelief is something that basically overloads the five senses. And even if our five senses can detect the truth, we refuse to believe. It happens from time to time, and it's quite the overwhelming sensation to experience disbelief, to basically go into full denial mode. And basically that is the way that all mankind reacts to God's truth. God actually offers us the missing dimension in knowledge in the Holy Bible. The knowledge of what human beings actually are. Why we exist. The secret way to world peace. The causes of all our problems. The only solution to our problems the true values. The late educator Herbert W. Armstrong wrote about all this, this missing dimension in knowledge in his incredible book, The Incredible Human Potential. You can get a free copy at thetrumpet.com. The Incredible Human Potential. He explained the missing dimension in knowledge as revealed in the Bible. Mr. Armstrong had a firm grasp on reality. He didn't fall into disbelief when it came to God's truth. He knew what was important and what was worthless. But sadly, the, the world doesn't really follow that kind of an example. In fact, the world throughout all of human history has regularly practiced disbelief. This is a proven pattern of human beings. Basically, this is what we do. <laughs> this is how we often naturally live just deep in disbelief. You can go back to the very first human beings, Adam and Eve, and notice that they did it that way. On page 21 of The Incredible Human Potential, Mr. Armstrong writes, Go now all the way back to the beginning of humanity on the earth. Our very first parents 
rejected this same revealed knowledge imparted to them by their maker in person. They disbelieved what he said. Yet they did believe Satan's lies. They disobeyed by stealing the forbidden fruit. They took to themselves the knowledge of what is good and what is evil. All humanity has followed their example ever since. That's the problem. Rejecting God's message. Even if he's standing right in front of us. Adam and Eve were taught personally and directly by God. And they still didn't believe. Genesis 2 records the one thing God told them not to do. He gave them the most beautiful garden to tend. He gave them dominion over all the animals. He even let Adam have the privilege of naming the animals. God made Eve to help him in all of these responsibilities and made his life complete. He provided all of the vital training and instruction that Adam would need to go the right way and to thrive. But he just said, here is one thing not to do. Just one thing. Genesis chapter 2, verse 16. And the eternal God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. Then verse 17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. For in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. So, eating of the wrong tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you could call it the tree of death, was a guaranteed death sentence. The creator of Adam and Eve directly told them this. And somehow, some way, they managed to fall into disbelief. Genesis chapter 3 shows how after God educated Adam and Eve, it was Satan's turn. And this is how it always is for us. God has a chance to educate us, but he also allows us to understand the other side, the other tree. There's the tree of life and essentially the tree of death. There's two ways, and we can only go one. But before we make that decision, God makes sure we have all the education and understanding we need. He wants us to make an informed decision. God taught Adam and Eve the right way to go. He warned them against the wrong way. And then... He allowed Satan to make his pitch. Satan immediately lied. He deceived Eve. 
And Adam, though he wasn't deceived, decided to go along with his wife. What a destructive start to human civilization. All the foundations of the earth have been out of course ever since. Your Bible says so. It all came back to that one decision. It all came back to their disbelief. Human beings, the vast majority of all mankind today is cut off from access to the miraculous power of God's Holy Spirit because of this one wrong decision. Satan told them they would not surely die if they touched, if they ate from the tree of death. He knew what he was doing. He knew he was being deceptive. Yes, Adam and Eve would not die on the spot that very second. But their lives would turn out very differently if they chose that wrong tree. Every human being dies. And if we choose to commit to that tree of death, we will experience eternal death as well. A death there is no coming back from. God was telling the truth. That was the tree of death. Even if they didn't die right that moment. Satan made them think about the moment. He got them stuck in the present. He made them choose the here and now over their glorious future. That is the danger of disbelief. God right in front of Adam and Eve, showing them the way, and they thought they knew better. Consider the ancient Israelites. They had a very similar bad habit of disbelief, of rejecting God's clear commands and trying and failing to go their own way. Before the Israelites could take the promised land, Moses sent 12 spies, so one from each of the 12 tribes, to enter that land and come back with a report. Now, all of these spies came back with a good report about the land and the resources. They all thought, yeah, this land is quite amazing. This really is worth calling the promised land. Numbers 13, verse 27. They said, surely this land flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. There was no denying that the Israelites would love living in the promised land. But notice how the majority of these spies, 10 out of the 12, continued their report. Numbers 13, verse 28. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled, 
and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. There's giants in the land. It's terrifying. Verse 31. We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And verse 32 says, those spies delivered an evil report. It was an evil report of the promised land. It focused overwhelmingly on the negative. And it caused all the Israelites to disbelieve. Joshua and Caleb were the only two spies who had faith, who knew that God was far more powerful than all the inhabitants of the promised land. God could give them the land if they would just trust in him. They insisted that Israel still go into the promised land and trust in God to help them win that land. Israel responded by trying to stone Joshua and Caleb to death. They disbelieved. They were strangled by disbelief. God was personally offended by this. God essentially said, how dare you forget about all the miracles I performed to bring you to this point, to bring you out of slavery in Egypt to protect you and provide for you all along the way. Here you are on the verge of your destiny and you disbelieve. Shame on you. God wanted to wipe them all out. And in fact, 10, those 10 faithless spies who brought back an evil report of the promised land did die in a plague right after this. Deadly disbelief. The Apostle Paul reminded the Hebrew brethren of this history. And it is quite striking the way that he recounts this story. Hebrews chapter 3, you can, you can find some more details of, the, of this story in Hebrews chapter 3, where God said he will not allow them to enter into my rest. That's right. If they got into the promised land, they would have experienced rest. They would have easily defeated all the inhabitants. They probably wouldn't have lost a single soldier in battle if they would have just trusted God. Hebrews 3 and verse 19, Paul says, So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Once again, a steep penalty for disbelief. They had to wander the wilderness for 40 years, right on the borderline. <laughs> of the promised land, essentially. That whole generation died off. Even Moses. 
The only ones who made it into the promised land from that entire generation were Joshua and Caleb. The only two faithful spies in the promised land. The only two who refused to fall to disbelief. What a reward they received that the rest of Israel was denied. Disbelief, unbelief, as Paul put it in Hebrews 3. Think about when Christ was on the earth. This is, again, Mr. Armstrong on page 21 of The Incredible Human Potential. Look at the situation as it was more than 1,900 years ago. Jesus Christ came from heaven with a message from God containing this knowledge. Again, the missing dimension in knowledge. The purpose of human life. Our incredible human potential. The true values. Christ delivered that message. Mr. Armstrong continues, but even most of those who believed on him disbelieved the message he brought and demanded his crucifixion for declaring it. His apostles went forth proclaiming the message. They too, with one possible exception, were martyred. Before the end of the first century, Christ's gospel message was suppressed and a spurious gospel proclaimed. Here's another situation, just like with Adam and Eve, where God was standing right in front of the people and they disbelieved what he said. They disbelieved the true gospel message, the good news of the coming kingdom of God, a message that involved them, a message about their eternal future as members of the God family. Such an inspiring, remarkable message. And they rejected it because of disbelief. I'm always really astounded by the fact that even many of the Jews who persecuted Christ understood who he was. They believed that he was sent by God. They believed that he was God in the flesh. And yet they still rejected his message. This is why a gospel about Christ, about the man himself, is useless. The Jews believed who he was, and it made no difference. They still disbelieved the truth. The message has to be about what Christ actually taught. That is the only true gospel message. It's a message that all of mankind has rejected. Starting with Adam and Eve, continuing with ancient Israel, and all those who lived and saw and touched and listened to Jesus Christ himself, they still disbelieved. 
that trend continues to this day. Mr. Armstrong points out some of the stunning hypocrisy in the world. Page 22, Mr. Armstrong is explaining how humans generally read books and believe what those books say. (laughs) He says on page 22 of The Incredible Human Potential, people take these books literally to mean what they say, even if we might disagree with the content of some books, we still presume that the author is writing literally and that the writer wants to be believed. Mr. Armstrong continues, yet of the Bible, they will say, you surely don't take the Bible literally, do you? They will not believe this book means what it says. It is the very word of the living God, but they refuse to believe what God says. And thus disbelieving humanity continues stumbling on its way, piling up the mountains of human woes, discontent, unhappiness, sorrow, pain, suffering, and death. Yet the eternal God of truth and mercy makes available even today in this end time of the present evil world, vital Exciting new knowledge to those willing to believe what he says and to obey it. Believe and obey. These are the conditions for baptism. These are the two things we can do to revolutionize our lives. Prove the truth. Believe it. Study God's promises to understand them better and just believe them. God can't lie. Obey what he says. Don't fall into this deadly, dangerous trap of disbelief. Disbelief is how we squander our future. Mr. Armstrong proved what he believed. He came to believe and obey what the Bible says. And God opened his mind. God taught him the incredible human potential. God gave him everything because he believed. You can believe as well. Request your free copy of the incredible human potential at thetrumpet.com. And learn how to believe. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.